Dobry den! Welcome back to Anxiety, What is Happening to Me. Today's podcast is going to be about anxiety and toddlers, child rearing 1.2. We're going to talk about feeding, potty training, discipline, and tantrums. about feeding our toddlers. A healthy anxiety when feeding our toddlers is you wake up in the morning, it doesn't matter how you feel, you could be sick, overwhelmed, you don't want to get out of bed, but your anxiety causes you to get up no matter what and go make some food and feed your toddler. That's healthy anxiety. It's our mama bear coming out, it's there for a reason, God made us that way so that we do not leave our kids hungry. An unhealthy way to express your anxiety is you set the table for breakfast with and you guys all sit down as a family and you guys are eating breakfast and your toddler doesn't want to eat anything. You feel that anxiety that my baby didn't eat anything, they need to eat. And instead of like curbing your anxiety, you use it in an unhealthy way by force feeding your, your toddler. Your toddler knows how much he needs to eat. Your toddler knows if he's hungry or not. There is no reason that we need to be force feeding our toddlers. Another unhealthy way that we use our anxiety is, let's say our toddler didn't eat their breakfast. And so because they didn't eat their breakfast, we allow them to eat snacks throughout the day and snack around and give them unhealthy sugary food because we feel like well they didn't eat anything and so we're actually soothing ourselves it has nothing to do with our kids nutrition or if they can survive or not this has nothing to do with their survival it's actually us making us feel better and that's an unhealthy way to use our anxiety when it comes to feeding a toddler on top of that it's it's grech to walk around and eat you we're christians we need to pray before we sit down to eat including your toddler and so in that moment you're also showing your toddler that it's okay to do that from the time they're young and that will go out into their older years where they they will always think that it's okay to be snacking throughout the day when actually in reality it's a sin to be doing that there's a lot of books out there on child feeding my favorite one is Ellen Satter and I will put it down into my podcast link below if you want to check it out and there's just so much information out there about how your child actually does know when they're full they actually do know when they need to stop eating they actually do know when they're hungry and when they're not hungry and it's really amazing how they're so small but they already know and also for let's say a one-year-old one tablespoon is a one-year-old serving a two-year-old is two tablespoons three-year-old is three tablespoons so if your toddler sits down and eats like one tablespoon that's actually a serving of their fruit they eat one tablespoon of protein that's actually a serving of their protein so even though they're not eating very much don't worry they're getting their nutrition because they don't actually don't need to eat that much and your toddler will go through 
different stages of his life, like where they'll eat a lot, and then they'll go to stages of their life where they don't eat anything for a week, and that's normal and that's okay. I just want to let you know that you're a good mom. You're not a bad mom. You are doing so good, so amazing, and it's not your fault if your toddler isn't eating. Don't worry about it. He'll be fine. Just keep providing the nutritious food. Keep putting it in front of them. And if they're going through a stage where they're not really eating anything for like a couple weeks, that's normal. They're they're surviving. They're okay. As long as being, when you take them to their well child checkups, they're not losing weight drastically or gaining weight drastically. That is literally telling you that you're doing a great job. If they're staying in their level and they're growing in a certain level, your doctor will let you know wow, you know, we see that your child is gaining too much weight or wow, we see that your child is losing a lot of weight. They will tell you if there is something wrong. If there's nothing wrong, keep continuing, you know, by trusting your toddler on what they want to eat. Wow, potty training. Oh my goodness. This to me is like the anxiety, like abomination. Like this is the part of I feel like parenting where I feel the most anxiety is those moments when you're potty training. And so I want to talk to you guys about also healthy and unhealthy anxiety when it comes to potty training. Healthy anxiety is, you know, if you're keeping it at a pretty low level when you're potty training, that's pretty healthy because you're going to be feeling anxiety no matter what when you're potty training. We feel anxiety when we can't control something and when it comes to potty training you cannot really control the situation when you had a diaper on your child you could control the situation because you knew that the diaper would hold the pee the diaper would hold the poop and when you would smell something you would go and change it was all in your control right when you start potty training everything becomes out of control and so you're feeling anxiety and that's completely normal to feel anxiety when you're potty training. What is unhealthy when it comes to anxiety and potty training is if you're allowing your cortisol level to get to such a high level that you are starting to verbally abuse your child, you're disciplining them unhealthily, you're giving them unhealthy consequences for the fact that they peed on the floor, they smeared poop all over the wall, which, oh my gosh, like my toddler, he smeared poop on the wall every single day on the wall on the floor there was poop somewhere every single day it was like it was a nightmare it was a nightmare and i had to learn to have a sense of humor that was the only way i got through it and so having healthy anxiety when it comes to that is and, and making sure that you have healthy anxiety levels when you're potty training your toddler is very very important that is a stage of our time when we are not in control and so that actually causes our levels of anxiety to be very high and so learning coping methods throughout the day to make sure that your cortisol level and your stress level is low when you're potty training is very very important when we hit our fight or flight then our logical brain turns off and we cannot control our reaction we go into fight or flight and when we're in a fight or flight we use our fight mechanism whatever it is most people's 
fight mechanism as a mom is verbal abuse. You hear all the time, stop yelling at your kids, stop nagging at your kids. We hear that all the time, like in media and Facebook and Instagram and training courses about how not to do all of that stuff. So verbal abuse is actually one of the first things that most moms will will go towards when they hit their fight or flight and they can't control what they say and then they feel guilty afterwards but you can't take back what you already said and you're saying it to a toddler somebody who is learning they are in their most learning environment and it's you know you, you feel guilty you feel guilty that you're teaching this child or you're verbally saying things to this child or maybe you're giving them consequences that are not appropriate for their age because you hit your fight or flight so when you're potty training the best thing that you can do for yourself is controlling that cortisol level and making sure that you're keeping it low enough so that you don't ever hit the fight or flight because once you hit that you can't control what you do in those moments and it's very unfortunate actually what our kids have to go through when us as moms go into that type of mood. I read so many studies on how to control your mood and one of the books that I really really liked is is uh, it talks about not getting angry. It says once you get angry your cortisol levels automatically go up and there's nothing you can do about it and having a sense of humor staying neutral or getting angry are a choice that you make when your child does something it is an active choice that you can make you could either get angry you could either stay neutral or you could laugh about it laughing is the best medicine it keeps your cortisol levels low dancing just you know getting yourself in the mood of not getting angry is going to keep your cortisol levels a lot lower when you're potty training your toddler disciplining a toddler so disciplining a toddler could cause a lot of anxiety if you grew up in a family that you felt like you didn't really like the way you were disciplined and but you don't know any other way to discipline and you're disciplining your toddler the exact same way this will cause you anxiety you didn't like the way you were disciplined and you don't know how to do it and now you're disciplining your baby that same way and every time you give your baby that consequence you're gonna constantly feel anxiety another way that people feel anxiety when they're disciplining their toddlers is they don't know how to discipline and so they avoid disciplining they don't give their toddlers any consequences their toddlers are just doing whatever they want they're running their lives and it's it gets overwhelming it gets overwhelming when somebody else is in charge and you're the adult and there's you feel like you're out of control so this causes you a lot of anxiety another reason that people would feel anxiety when they're disciplining their toddler is they grew up in a traumatic environment and they only know how to discipline and give consequences in in an unhealthy way and they know it and they just like and so you feel anxiety because you know it you know that you're doing something wrong you know you're disciplining your child
child wrong, but you don't know any other way. Another way to feel anxiety is you read how to discipline and give consequences somewhere in a book and you're trying to incorporate it and it's not working and you don't, you feel like you're not doing it properly and so every time your toddler does something and it's time to give them a consequence and you're just like, you just don't know what to do. This causes a lot of anxiety and that's normal. If you're feeling this and you have a toddler, it's so normal to feel that way if you're going through all these different ways and you never got that healthy family dynamic. Healthy family dynamic is so important because when we have our own children, if we had a healthy family dynamic and healthy consequences, we're also going to provide that for our children and it's easy. It's easy for those people and they rarely feel anxiety because they're just, they felt comfortable with the way they were raised. They feel comfortable with the consequences their parents gave them because they were healthy consequences. And so in turn, they give their children healthy consequences and their life cycle and family history just keeps going smoothly. For the people that didn't have that, it's really hard for us and we feel very anxious feel very anxious all the time every time we have to discipline your children we don't we feel like everything that we do is wrong and we feel guilty and this is hard your your cortisol level is gonna be way up there if you're feeling that way so this is why because your family dynamic wasn't the greatest my suggestion for you is the best way to deal with that is step away from disciplining for a week from your toddler and write down every single time your toddler does something and don't worry about consequences don't worry about discipline your toddler is going to be fine from you not disciplining them for a week just step away and write down every single thing that they do throughout the day that irritates you that you feel like you need to give a consequence for you feel like they need to have better manners in certain areas and then write all of them down and then when you have a quiet moment which I don't know when you'll get it with a toddler, but try, maybe get a babysitter. But when you have a quiet moment, sit down and write down every single item that upset you, that that you feel like in which areas you want to give your toddler consequences and put in the correct consequence for each transgression that he does. And that way, and put put your list up put it on the fridge put it wherever like you'll be able to see it and then when your toddler does that start incorporating those consequences and eventually you're going to feel a lot more comfortable with yourself with your with your consequences and when other people are in your life you're not going to you're not going to feel like you're doing the wrong thing because you already made that decision, you already know it's a healthy way, a healthy consequence. And even if you have guests over or you're in public, you'll know that this is a healthy consequence. I'm not doing anything wrong. And you will be able to give your child that consequence no matter who is around you. If you're having trouble with dealing with, let's say you had a really traumatic childhood, and you have children and you have a toddler now and toddlers are really hard i'm i'm telling you like they will bring out the worst in you but that that's just what toddlers will do and if if they're bringing out the worst in you and they're bringing out 
types of discipline that you do and consequences that you give that are unhealthy because you're feeling this anxiety you're you're having your cortisol levels go up and so you're giving your child consequences and discipline that is unhealthy my biggest tip for you is every time that comes up go to your room and write it down write down exactly what you want to do to your child all everything 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 and then write what's in your control what's out of your control and then try to come up with what would be a healthy way to give my toddler a consequence in this issue not the way that you actually wanted to in that moment and at first it's going to be really hard for you to step away and start journaling and raw journaling is the most important if you if you're afraid that somebody's gonna read your raw journaling put it through a shredder rip it up whatever you need to do after you write it and throw it out but the most important key is to do the raw journaling like if you're gonna lie to yourself when you're journaling that this is not exactly what you're thinking this is not what you thought you wanted to do or this or that you're not gonna heal and you're not gonna move forward and be able to give your children healthy consequences because you're lying to yourself so raw journaling is very important and it's very scary it's scary to put on paper what you're feeling and what you're thinking but it's very important to do that so that you could heal and you could have a better family dynamic tantrum oh my gosh tantrum seriously like when my daughter was small she had the worst tantrums she would have a tantrum everywhere all the time all day long it was just the hardest hardest years of my life I remember talking to moms and just being like when will it be over when will it be over because it was just so hard and it lasted for a really long time it wasn't like it was just through her toddler years it was through elementary and it was just work I had to work with her I had to help her through all of her emotions and just learning to do that with my toddler and then elementary school child and going through all the years it was just like looking back it taught me so much patience it taught me sense of humor it taught me to not give in to my anxieties and to project unhealthy anxieties onto my child in those moments and i just learned so much from that just like all those tantrums in the libraries I had this one experience and every time I think back to it I I don't know how I survived it I had a baby in a car seat and and nobody came and helped me I I don't know like people are probably just scared or to help a mom or maybe they don't want to interfere but I was in mega foods and my daughter had a tantrum and I didn't know what to do because I had a baby in a car seat and I was holding the baby in the car seat and my my daughter just literally had a tantrum in the doorway and they have those open and closed doors so the door keeps opening and closing because she's laying there and she's just she's just having her tantrum and it wasn't like I could pick her up because she was already big and I had a baby in a car seat and, and you know drag everybody to the car 
it, it and I and I remember just standing there and, and just I, I was I didn't know what to do there was hundreds of people staring at me and and I I was like what am I gonna do I, I don't know what I'm gonna do at this moment I remember being frozen and just and just waiting it out and I remember I just kept going and going and going and going and I couldn't wait for it to be over and finally she calmed down and we were able to get to the car safely but it was just like the most craziest moment in my life and I, I just remember being so overwhelmed in those moments and I'm so happy that I had the support of my doctors and the support of my friends and everybody around me and just being super supportive that eventually she will grow out of it and I didn't really know how to deal with tantrums or the anxieties that you feel with tantrums I I remember just like just feeling so much anxiety it's just almost overwhelming when my when my daughter threw her tantrums it was just like 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 I would just freeze up because I would feel so much anxiety and I just and I would just stand there and I would just wait for it to be over the more kids I had I learned to deal with those anxieties better and I, I used my love and, and, I, and I just like used God's love to help me get through the tantrums with my other children and, and empathy. Empathizing on your child. We as adults, we have so many emotions and so many things that cause us to be overwhelmed and have different emotions and, and different things and we can barely control ourselves. When we go into fight or flight, we don't even or can't even control ourselves and I can't even imagine like a, a little toddler who's like going through all these changes in their life and not having that support and so with my other kids I learned to have empathy I learned to have a sense of humor and I learned to have patience my first child taught me that because she threw so many tantrums in a day it was between 10 to 15 tantrums and she took really long naps, like um, four, four hours to five hour naps. So, it, it, you know, she was basically having a tantrum every 30 to 45 minutes. If you think about like her awake hours, it, it was, it was a lot. It was, it was very hard. And so with my other children, like I learned that like, you need to have empathy, you need to, you need to be there for them, you need to go through. And, and I learned that they, would start with a lot of tantrums but the phase would go by very quickly it would be like two three months and they're over it and I feel like it was because they got the type of attention that they needed versus with my first one I had no idea what I was doing and I didn't give her the attention because I was so overwhelmed and I just froze and I didn't give her those hugs and love and attention and empathy that she needed in those moments with my other children they did get it when um, when they would throw a tantrum, I, I would step back and I would assess the situation. Like, why are they throwing a tantrum? How can I help them get through their feelings? And, and then I would give them a hug. And a, a lot of times they would kick me and scream and, and they would fight me as I'm trying to hug them. But I knew that that was them in their fight or flight. That was them where they couldn't control 
their emotions in those moments and so holding them and telling them that they're safe and even like praying over them or whatever your way is just fill your heart with God's love with God's empathy in those moments for your child when throwing the tantrum and your anxiety level will go down and it won't be like all the way up to your throat every time your child throws a tantrum if you like my content and you think it'll help somebody else please share it on Instagram Facebook or snapchat and I'll see you guys next Tuesday thank you for listening